Hello, everyone, and welcome to Awkward Pause, your favorite podcast in the entire known universe. My name is Cassidy Sargent. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SargentCast. Thanks for listening. You can find our merch at awkwardpause.com backslash pod backslash merch. See you next week. Joining me, as always, is Mr. Elmer Guardado. You had me there. You had me. You, you, you made me a fool. They had us in the first half, not going to lie. Joining me, Mr. Sam Atherton. Uh, hello. I I was like, how far are we going to go with this bit? I We could have ended the show. I'm glad we didn't, but we could have. I stopped recording. Rounding us out, Mr. Andrew Street. Happy holidays. See you next year. Hey, 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 hey. Put the Christ back in holidays. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate Starbucks, man. How dare they? They gave us those red cups. Happy Easter, Xbox. How y'all doing? I'm I'm grooving. Yeah, I'm grooving. Yeah, I'm chilling. It's uh, you know, you start to feel the inevitable jitters of like hope and possibility of a new year and the general holiday stuff that just seeps into everything you're exposed to. Um, and at some point, I kind of just try to give in towards the end of the year. I got I got a lot of vacation coming up. Are you Not feeling merry and bright? Is that what you're saying? I am a little bit. Yeah. It was uh, Roberto's uh, birthday yesterday. Pretty pissed, by the way. So I bought, I, I sent, I ordered him a birthday present 23 days ago today. Uh, got a confirmation for the order. Looks like a legitimate website that was promoted by a legitimate blue checkmarked account. Um, I'll say it was, it was the blue check is Mizzou Esports. Oh yeah, I bought Robert a MSI. Oh, I, I sent you guys this, right? The yes. the yep. the Mizzou Esports jersey. It's like a dry fit, real ass jersey. Um, got the confirmation order, so I have an order number. And you know, two weeks after it didn't ship, so I emailed them. They have no phone number. Uh, did not get a reply to the email. A week later, I said, "Uh, hey, following up on my email below." Um, and that's where we're at. So his presence didn't come in, but we went to, uh, we went out for the first time in a long time for his birthday on Friday. Uh, we went to a steakhouse that, you know, was doing the thing where they're like every other booth or, or, or table or whatever. Um, but you know, still not a great idea, but we did it and ate some very, very good steak. Um, and now Robbie's 15. Now Robert's 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I think he had a good time. I uh I, I bought him I told him you can get the most expensive steak on the menu, Robbie. And he did. Not was it think the, he was uh, gonna do it. Was it like a tomahawk really steak? Fucked me right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what uh what, what was the steak? It was a Pineapple, sesame, ginger, 100-hour marinated. Uh, cannot remember exactly what the cut of meat was, but it was mm. it was not a top. It was eh, it was just a it was a big like 14-ounce boy. Like a porterhouse maybe? Maybe. Mm-hmm. No, no, no weird bones or anything that uh, would Filet make mignon. it easier to I- Perhaps. It tasted like it just looked, it was just a big filet mignon, but I assumed it wasn't filet mignon because... It didn't say filet mignon, and there was a filet mignon option. They would, 
they would say it. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe, so maybe a porterhouse that would be. Or a rib, maybe a big ribeye, no bone in. Maybe yeah. big ribeye. Yeah, more expensive than filet mignon. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did that, um, and we did we we did that. And we got some some nice whiskey. And we just ate some whiskey and drank some whiskey. Ate some. Uh, Steak. Mm-hmm. And we had those moments steak. where it's like, you don't want to be this person, right? You don't want to be the whiskey guy. I think once you, you know, you have a good six months of that, that we all did, maybe except Cass and Sam. So me and Andy did. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, then we grow up and we move on to coffee and other stuff that'll maybe make us happy. Um, but it was just like, wow, there's just something beautiful about just eating meat. And getting like drunk off of just eating meat, something happens. Some magic happens in your stomach when you don't have all the carbs that you usually have, like when you eat food or something. Yeah. Um, this this is an update. Though. Are you guys out on whiskey? Because that was definitely. A, I feel like that was a oh. thing. I'm not out on it, but I'm not like. You know, I have a coffee problem now instead of a whiskey problem now, where I have more coffee than I can drink. Then, but whereas before I was like, oh, I got to buy all the weird whiskeys and like try different stuff. And it was exciting. Okay. But I do not dr- quarantine completely. This may be the only good fortune I had all quarantine. Quarantine turned me off to drinking completely. I I drink wow. so little. Like I probably, there's probably a whole, whole months maybe throughout quarantine that I didn't drink. And when I did, it was just like. Oh, well, we got wine. Like, we'll just drink wine or something. But I uh, do not drink at all, really, anymore. So I'm pretty much out on whiskey and and and, and just drinking at home, basically. Um, wasn't a choice. It just kind of happened. Um, I smoke a lot of weed so that, you know. My drinking has me. increased like 500%. Easy. Has your smoking stayed consistent? <laughs> or increased? Increase. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, cor- I think quarantine here's times a, are, uh, you know, something, man. When Lexi was here, I feel like we did drink a little bit more. We because we got the wines and stuff, right? But Roberts is just filling up an eight ounce glass of, you know, straight tequila or straight whiskey. Yeah. And when we're just hanging out in the afternoons, you know, I rather just go out on the balcony and hit a J and uh, just chill. Watch I feel like I feel like early, like an early drinker now, you know, where you take your first sip and you're like, ooh, that's spicy. You know, it's just like it doesn't mm-hmm. feel good immediately. And then it's after like I have Dr. Pepper. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then after, you know, every time I've gone out or whatever, um, you drink one drink and you're back. You feel resurrected. You're like, oh, that's what I've been missing. But for some reason, the at home drinking uh, bug did not bite me at all. So yeah, I mean, Robbie's that's a year good. older. Yeah. Well, happy B Day, Robbie. I, you're you're my viewing angel. What a little king. <laughs> far little, quad. Little far quad. <laughs> um, I, I feel like the we definitely, you know, we have a couple drinks. I'll pour a whiskey if I eat too much. I feel like you can only have so many. Uh, I love the, the yeah, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, because it's a digestive. I know. You're supposed to have like that's a known thing to be like. Yeah, I'll have a like whiskey. Is it alcohol eat too in much. general, or is it just well, whiskey? Well, not like. Uh, I'm sure alcohol in general probably helps, but like you can't not cracking open like a Miller High Life or something. If uh, Cass, you ever I notice how when much. you drink alcohol, you your shits are just not better. <laughs> like I generally speaking. That. Come on, 
Like, you know, generally speaking, if you're not <laughs> drinking, your shits are better. And that is the that's the difference in the situation. I feel like this is a this is a correlation, not causation thing, because if I'm drinking, I'm also probably eating shitty. Mm. Uh, sure, but I'm not talking about just crazy drinking. I'm not I'm not going to do just saying you're putting poison into your body. It's a digestive because it makes you fucking your body's trying to expel some poison that you just put in. Mm. You're not a, you're not a fan of, of the Tums, Andy. You, you go for the shot of whiskey. <laughs> well, not a sh- like you know like you eat too much, then you have like a little whiskey to sip on like after dinner or something. Just get drunk out. so you don't feel full anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like I think it stimulates the digestive system. Right. I mean, I fuck with a Tums too. Uh, Do you put, sometimes ever put I think a Tums tum- in your whiskey? in the whiskey <laughs> mm. <A> little Alka Seltzer. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, we have like a a lot of whiskey, and like I like it. But I'm not, I can't get into the, I feel like you got to pick one thing. Like I want to be into coffee. You can't be out here buying also hundreds of dollars worth of bottles and whiskey. That's, so that's a, like, such a good point. It's so much easier to deal with coffee than it is with whiskey. Whiskey, you yeah. always feel like a pleb. And like the majority of the stuff, we have so many bottles just because years of like work gifts from like vendors birthday gifts like it's super easy just to send so we have so much we're at a point where it's like we can't buy anything else because we have like years worth of shit we need to get through mm. melissa doesn't really drink it and I, we only drink it on like occasions it's only when like, you're full exactly uh and like we drink at home in quarantine but i feel like drinking is such a social thing for us like it's fun to go out and drink with everyone now, Andy, and it's like you can't do that right now. I have a I have a very serious question for you. Oh no. When you were in college, mm-hmm. were you the person that had like all of the like Jack Daniels bottles like above your no. countertop or above your cabinets? No. no. I'm <laughs> insulted that you asked. I got a good story. <laughs> so Robert used to live in this home that was incredible. He probably paid him and Ethan live there. And they probably paid like $600 total. And this was a one, two, three bedroom with a two car garage, uh, every amenity, a backyard. It was insane. The worst. The only caveat was that on multiple occasions, people got murdered like on near their driveway. So mm. little trade off, but it was a sick house. Um, and eventually, Ethan. Uh, Ethan moved out or maybe Ethan just graduated before both of us and Robert got these two new roommates. One was cool. Joe, great guy. Other guy, I won't name him. Not so cool. But he did this whole thing where he like bought a bunch of highlighters, broke them and you put like the ink tube in the bottle of whiskey once you filled it up with water and then you close it and then at night it like glows in the dark and he filled up like, you know, they had, a, like I'm saying this house is massive, massive row of like uh, cabinets up on the wall and right above the cabinet, you know, maybe a hundred, maybe not a hundred. That's crazy. But, you know, enough that I I, I said a hundred at first. Yikes. That's a, it's definitely a big college mood. It is the uh, most know, college mood. You're like trying to flex like, oh, look at all this. Look at all this alcohol we drink. They used to do sp- like when 
in, if you lived in the dorms or like any of the townhouses owned by the college, they would be like, if you if we check your room, you got fucking alcohol as decorations. We're fucking coming for you. Twenty one or not? <laughs> like they were really dorms. Yeah, dorms. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Was it like technically a dry campus or whatever? No, I mean we had a bar on campus. Oh, they I were had- just like for some reason they had like a big fucking like because I think their reasoning that they tried to use was that even in the like apartment style buildings that you could live in on campus, there could technically be someone under 21 in your room. Like you could have a 21 year old or like three 21 year olds and a 21 year old or a 19 year old in your room. So they were like, Oh, that's, you can't have alcohol. Just oh, to be like safe living in your yeah. room. Yeah. Like living in the apartment. Yeah. With you. Okay. Hmm. It was the same thing with alcohol in the fridge. If you had someone under 21, they were like, you have to keep your alcohol in your own personal room. It can't be in the communal fridge. And I mean, they checked maybe once the first week. It was like, if ever there was a fire drill, you're always like, are they going to check? Yo, dorms, I had to write an essay uh, my freshman year before I met y'all because I had a a, a bottle of bullet in my room and uh, had to write an essay. I, was, I think I was supposed to go to two classes about alcoholism, but I didn't go. I had a dream. I got That's in a wild. drunk driving accident last night. You? Mm-hmm. Speaking of drinking That's it. and writing essays about the consequences of our actions. They sentenced you to write an essay for it. <laughs> <laughs> wait, okay, wait, hold on. Did you, wait, okay. Back up. Did I miss something, Cass? Did you? You say you got in a car accident last night? No, sorry. I had a dream about getting in a drunk driving oh, accident last night. I also missed the dream. Jesus oh, Christ, scared the I shit I thought he was doing a bit. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like, Cass, like, yeah, I got to do DUI last night, but I'm here to record the show. <laughs> I'm sorry. If, if that first part fell <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, there's like a road. I told, uh, I right told the officer, do you know who I am? Do you know what I have to record tomorrow? <laughs> do you have any Actually, idea? while the, during the sobriety test, I had to double check, sent the uh, nine central time. <laughs> out to the beach, uh. <laughs> Am I gonna be out of here in time, officer? Am I free to go? Oh uh, yeah. Oh man. oh man. Woo. So yeah, I had to write an essay. Yeah, I don't remember if it was a good essay, but yeah, I had to do that too. What is fucking some of the the stuff at college? So fucking stupid. Especially like, when you think about a- how what a scam it is generally. Uh, yeah. Like how much everything is cost. Everything costs and. Once you learn that all these places just have fucking funds and like the college part of the whole operation is a side hustle. Yeah. It's like mostly it's basically PR. just to fund the sports. Um, yeah. To fund the sports. And like a lot of these also have like straight up just funds that they fucking trade and invest with. Fucking yeah. cucks. I did always appreciate though, like, you know, how strict they were about underage drinking and shit, but that you would show up to like, we had like a late night food spot on campus uh, and you would show up there, you know, 1230 a.m. And it, the place was packed and everyone was fucking obliterated. <laughs> right. And it was like everyone had this communal understanding like, fuck this place. We're all <laughs> wasted. They can't do shit right now. <laughs> yep. It was it at your school, too. Was it like one literally one place was open, you know, after 9 p.m. when everything else closed and. There would be lines yep. out the fucking door because it was the only place these people could get like free food 
after mm-hmm. midnight or whatever. <clears throat> yep, without leave, without having to like drive to a Taco Bell or something. Yeah. Were you like? Was your campus like close to a city? Uh, it's, like it's like, like. Oh well, you came to Columbia. Was it something like that where you still had stores and shit like that you could just walk to? They had like a they. There was a big push to like bring the town we were in to make like their city square part of the campus. It was like this whole project <laughs> to like put all the stores and shit on campus for the students and also the city. But like the big city near us was either Trenton, which is like not a place, not really like no one's really going there to hang out. Uh, it's the capital. It's our capital. Uh, and then the, Philly was closer to us to my campus than New York was, but like still, you know, 30, 40 minutes probably. I see. But definitely not like Mizzou is like, that's a college town. Like, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, the whole economy runs on that yeah. school being there. Yeah. Like there's some, something crazy. Like there's nothing really like how Mizzou is out there here. Like seeing that, it's I feel like the it's movie thing, right? I think it's only yeah. in the Midwest and the South of like the, the, it's just like, it feels like a, like the Pinocchio fucking Island. Where yep. It's just like, it's not the real rules don't apply here. They, they have a, their own fucking fake laws that no one, everyone ignores. Hey, let's talk about coffee really quick. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. What you I'm drinking? To kill this bitch. No, no, nuts about beans. No, no, nuts about beans. Um, can you vamp about what nuts about beans is, Sam, while I pull up a, 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 a thing? <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, if you, if you don't know, uh, Andy Elmer and I have been, we did a little, uh, coffee exchange program. Uh, we offered to find Cass a, an artisanal energy drink. Uh, we found him Rockstar Cherry. Uh, so, uh, today, um, we are on Elmer's second coffee elmer sent two coffees i sent two coffees andy sent one very premium coffee so don't give him any shit for only sending one we we're only supposed to how send much did one. the coffee cost andy that's what i need to know uh, uh don't, tell, don't tell me i'm kidding 67 dollars <laughs> we should do i want to send another uh maybe a little holiday bag mm. a little christmas nuts about beans episode starbucks has this holiday blend you'd like you guys ever heard of well, they took, Seattle's they best took Christmas off? Yeah. You guys ever heard <laughs> no, of Pete's? It's this uh, yeah. small. I, like I love small business. small business. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, today we are doing Elmer's coffee, and maybe he's going to tell us about it now. Yes, sir. So we are experiencing. I think this is a special bag because this is uh, maybe the most uh, local ass thing I can like. I, I know I can grab. Right. Um, because there's a it's called Summer Moon Coffee and there's Summer Moon Coffee Shop right by my house. Um, this is a Texas proud business. Uh, they were founded by a just a small family in the Texas Hill Country uh, with one goal in mind, Andrew. To create distinctive out of this world. Experience a coffee experience <laughs> that people drive across town for. Hell yeah. Uh, um, so this, this, uh, they have this whole thing that I really like their whole the angle is the wood makes it good, which is a great slogan that it Sam really and wood goods cannot steal. I won't, I Trademarked. want to, but I won't. 
there's a natural affinity between a wood fire and coffee beans. Our wood fired coffee roasting process results in a smooth, balanced coffee. Every batch of Summer Moon coffee is roasted in our handmade brick roasters over seasoned Texas oak. We drew up the plans, laid every brick by hand, and have dedicated the better part of two decades to proving that wood makes it good. The team of roasters use sight, sound, and smell to produce distinctly bold and flavorful coffee. And what we are drinking here today is Afterglow. Uh, it is a, Mexi- is a Mexican light roast. Uh... Hoping to maximize caffeine and flavor. Uh, it is a perfect coffee to get your fires going and leave them glowing. We have tasting notes of walnut and honey. And that is all. That is the introduction to Summer Moon Afterglow. Thoughts? Andy, I know you like this one. Yeah. Uh, glowing reviews from me. Uh, I only I only had enough to make this final cup of coffee left from when we recorded the show because I used all of it in the lead up to it. I probably used all, almost all of it in the first two weeks from when I got it. Uh, big fan. It's light. It's flavorful. It's like if this was my daily, I'm going to brew this in the morning, I'd be into it. I thought it was really wow. great. The, da- the daily drink wow, certification bro. there. Also, it came with this beautiful rubber band. Love the rubber band. So rubber you open cool. open the bag, then you got this incredibly high quality rubber band, massive in size that you can use to wrap the bag up uh, as you slowly go through the beans. This rubber band now a staple of my kitchen. Wow, be dude! Used to, to close many a bags. <laughs> I have I have a not, not a mason jar, but almost a mason jar size <laughs> thing with like the airtight lid lock thing for my, mm-hmm. where I put my beans. Um, and the rubber band, perfect fit on that. So oh, every yeah. time I buy Summer Moon, this thing's already got like five rubber bands. So eventually I just want to fucking, you know, this whole thing's going to be mummied up with rubber bands. Very excited. Nice. And you said this was the Afterglow roast. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Highest, uh, highest kick in the face. I think this, this like taste immediately kind of feels like a shock to your system morning coffee. I think mm-hmm. this would maybe be a little too hard, like any time in the day, unless you wanted, you know, um, some power. Um, but I, yeah, I really like it for the morning. And, and Andy, uh, I just sent you the link. We should uh, we should talk later. What you caught? What beans you want? And I can just send them to you. Ooh. Oh yeah, because this is, they are local Austin, right? Yeah, they're so like literally a two minute drive from my house. Um, so. Easy peasy. What's yeah. the verdict, Sammy? And so this one for me is I'm a little conflicted because I am not like Andy. I am not a veteran drinker and I need something. This one is a little bit too strong for me. So this one, I, I whenever I have it, I, 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 I use a little caramel. I go a little heavier with the almond milk than I usually do. And it makes a very nice, makes it taste very good. Very good blend. Um, I think the fact when you that use, when you use caramel, is it just like the syrup stuff that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because like I feel like that. What is that shit? The that like comes in that bottle. The uh, creamer? No, 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 no. What's that? Like the the stuff that not the stuff that they use, but like the it's like is it called not amaretto, but like no, that's uh, alcohol. Yeah, that's there's like some brand. It's like the you know like the long thin bottles, it and it's like almost like f- a liqueur though. Like yes, like, I know. Like no, no, it's like the flavored. 
It's yeah. like the, the liquid flavor. Creamer, bro. What the no, fuck? No, 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 it's no, not no. creamer. No, I know. It's like the stuff at Starbucks where they're like, they hit yeah, the yeah, pump. Yeah, 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 the pump. That's, yeah. What I, that's what I, I thought that's what you're saying. It Ammo was. ready. Ammo ready. Okay. Creamy I was close. Yeah, you are close. Yes, Syrup yes, yes. is the, okay. Okay. I, oh, syrup was the word we were looking for. Syrup, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that stuff tastes like absolute shit. So I just go for the the straight up like fucking Hershey's uh, dessert sundae caramel. Uh, I mean, it's nice. It dissolves well enough? Uh, it, it, it's like a... It's, it, you get a little <laughs> bit left at the bottom. It doesn't really dissolve, but it gives I mean, you a nice... It's not a bad nice, thing. It's not a bad you thing. Got a, little, a little treat, you a little, little cherry yeah, on top? I go for yeah. it. Yeah, um, but I, I, so I was like kind of thinking like, you know, the wood makes it good. Like, I, I don't really know how other people roast. I would imagine like with like a gas stove or whatever, or like a gas, you know, like a gas powered to like roast them. But mm-hmm. if they use wood that like, that's going to be so fucking expensive to run. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean this. Uh, let me see what each bag of coffee costs really quick. I don't really. I don't feel like it was that expensive. No, uh, it's thirteen bucks. Thirteen dollars for twelve ounces. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean they're using like local wood, so maybe it's like a you know they're not buying premium wood or something, right? It's yeah. some kind of sustainable solution. But um, yeah, I do like that. Like it, it you did you taste the difference in the roasting. Um, there's something about, I don't want to say you taste the wood, but it tastes different. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I also shout out to their, all their names, like their full line. Got some good names here. What do you like? There was like Inferno fire blaze or something (laughs) had billowing velvet blaze is what it's called. Fireside swinging lantern. Just blaze. Blue blazes, glowing ember, yeah. In fuego. <laughs> yeah, Andy, send me a list. Let's figure it out. Hell yeah. Ooh, a little now, half-calf blind. That's kind of fun. You know what's actually really convenient about the situation is that the uh, post office is very close to the <clears throat> coffee shop. So it's a... So it's a park and what in the same. I don't have to get in my car again after I buy the coffee. Dang. How's your post office been? You've been like you've been there recently. Been a mess. Yeah. No, it's been chill. I've waited yeah. like you know. There's, there'll be like three people in front of me, but I'm doing the easy stuff, right? I'm going over getting the, you know, you just peel the tape kind of package. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bring my own pen. I stand at the little station. I fill it in. Stand in line, and then I just pay for my thing. So it hasn't been. I haven't had a single day where um, been more, more been to the post office more in this month than I probably have my whole life, mm-hmm. um, and uh, pretty chill. It's also though like not in in the city post office. Okay. Yeah. You no. Know? Like I I know I I'm lucky that this close one is also like a weird kind of out of the way post office. Can can we make a hard turn? Can I talk? Can I talk about my experience with the post office the past couple of days? Yeah, dude, light them up. Okay, because I do I do want to get back because I have some questions for Andy about coffee, but we'll talk Put about this first. So, so if you were not aware that I I've been making cr- like the wooden Christmas trees, right? And I have three sizes. I have the small ones, which are about seventeen inches, 
tall. The medium ones, which are about three feet tall. And then the big ones, which are 48 inches tall, which is, I don't know, fucking, is that four feet, five feet, four feet. And I've only been selling the small ones online just because it's like too much of a hassle to make the ship, the big ones. Yeah. My friend of the show, Kate has recently moved to Seattle and she was like, please ship me some of the big ones. I was like, all right, I'll like try. So I made some like custom trees for her that like could ship because like they have like a base, right? So they're flat and then they have like a, like a plus sign looking base that extends like at the bottom. So I, I made like a custom one for her. Is it normally one piece? Uh, it's like four <laughs> pieces of wood that you nail or you No, but s- normally when you finish these, is it one piece? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it's like all glued up and like nailed and all this stuff. But I sent, I like made some custom for her. My dad broke them. Uh, he dropped them while we were trying to package them up. So we refixed those. So this project has been a nightmare disaster for me. And we're, we tried to package them up and I was like, we couldn't do it. Cause like we didn't have boxes big enough. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just take it to the FedEx or the UPS and like pack and ship. And I take it to the UPS. Elmer, I want you to guess how much it was going to cost to ship UPS from Michigan to Washington. Is this just like ground? Yeah. The cheapest. This is the cheapest option. 600. <laughs> All right. It was 400. Holy shit. Damn. And, uh, and it's just I weird say weird shaped shit is just so fucking impossible to reasonably ship, man. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, and like they're heavy and they're big. And so I, like, I get mm-hmm. it. And I was like, and I was like, yep, that's not going to work. And so I take it, I take it home. I fashion a box out of like, I make like a, like a hamburger out of two different boxes and it looks like a guitar box shape. Uh, I, I do it. Like I go to the post office and I check like the post office website and it's like, okay, it'll be like a hundred dollars to ship. I was like, that's fucking fine. I'm just so over this. I get it to the post office um, and it's like the, the lady, the lady who like works there, she's like, well, how many packages you got today? And I was like, oh, I just got a couple. And then I was like, do you take irregular sized boxes? And she's like, yeah, like as long as they're, you know, under a certain size. I was like, all right, I'll be right back. We'll see. And so I bring this big fucking thing and she's like, maybe it'll work. And she's like measuring it out. And she's like, ooh, it is just over the limit. Uh, so Kate ended up getting three small Christmas trees, uh, and I've, I wasted not, not what I wasted a bunch of time and effort and money on fucking shipping or getting these boxes prepared to ship only to find out. Can you put the big one on sale at the market? Yes. And like, that's the thing like that. That that's more likely to sell in person too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a bummer that my friend, like she really wanted some and then. I like yeah, yeah. fucking wasted a bunch of time and money and effort on getting these shipped. Cause I bought like, you know, that packing tape that has like the plastic running through it. Mm-hmm. I bought like a, a $10 roll of that at the, at the, my local Meyer and like wrap that shit up, use the whole thing on it. And, uh, I decided to eat that cost, but you, know, you don't have to sell these at a friend's price anymore though. That's true. I was, yeah, yes, that is true. 
So that's my life. Love it, dude. What an adventure. Yeah. The post office is wild. Shout out to like, I I was going to say, I was asking how it was because I went to the post office on Wednesday. The nearest post office to me is the, like the fucking headquarters downtown. So it's a mess. Mm. Uh, Line out the door down the block. And I feel very bad for the postal workers on during Christmas in general, shit's fucking crazy. But especially now, uh, people are fighting in line. Very New Jersey, uh, <laughs> classic style, but just like just on brand. Yeah, it was uh, it was a, a, a trip. It's brutal, man. Can you do brutal, like the self service thing, Andy? Do they have one of those stations? They do. So, the, but the problem was they were only allowing ten people in at a time. Mm-hmm. And so if there's already 10 people in line, people were trying, that was what started the fight. Someone was trying to go in and use the self-service, but there was already 11 people inside. And so a woman was like, you're, I guess your shit's more important than everybody else's. <laughs> and then uh, the woman fucking was like, do you even fucking work here? Like clap back at her. It's <laughs> like, oh, no. it's fucking terrible. Jesus. I, uh, I'm trying to get a bike. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Speaking of shipping no, disasters. Just, yeah. Oh, tell, telling me. Um, no, I'm not just trying to copy everything Andrew does. I'm not obsessed with Andrew. I actually hate Andrew. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a spite I, bike. I hate mm-hmm. him so much. It's a spite bike. I just want to get a bike just get that a better is bike. $1 yeah. more expensive than Andrew's. Mm-hmm. And never, you never ride it. <laughs> um. No, I want a bike. Andrew got it in my brain the first time. Credit where credit's due. But my girlfriend also bought a bike in Missouri that she's bringing to Texas. And it's like, well, well, I need a bike now. And I was also just thinking, that could be fun. I listen to a lot of podcasts and do nothing. So I should just listen to a podcast and ride a bike. Um, God damn. What a fucking clusterfuck of a... I feel... This is worse than the coffee situation, where I felt overwhelmed with the coffee situation, but... There did seem to be some pretty easy right answers I could have uh, gone with and made, that made my life easier, which I, I ended up doing. But with bikes, it just seems like it's an infinite well of confu- expensive confusion. Well, mm-hmm. What kind of bike um, did Lexi get? Too many options. I don't even know. It's just a bike. I took a scan at it. I can't even identify bikes, right? This week I learned basically, you know, Single speed gears and a bunch of fucking baloney. But um, I assume what she got was probably like a hybrid, you know, something pretty consistent, consistently fine. She's that she hasn't mentioned having any issues with it. Um, so what I think I'm looking for is just like a road bike. At most, the most extreme thing I would do would be go on like a super easy light trail. Right. Something ascent, not paved, but essentially paved. So I just want to, you know, I want something light. I started going on offer up, which I used to use let go, let go. I offer up, I guess just bought let go. And that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, started shooting some messages. Hi, is this still available? Uh, on some, on some bikes. I'm sending Andrew pics. I'm sending my cousin back home pics. Cause he, he rode a bike once. Um, 
And yesterday at 10 a.m., I make plans to meet my my dude, this guy named Joshua. No photo, uh, which is never a great feeling. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I'm new to offer up. I'm not going to come in with my elitism. Uh, I go, I drive to Round Rock, which is north. I'm already in North Austin, so luckily it's like a 20-minute drive, uh, maybe less. Um, I drive up there. I realized that like the road he's on is literally one of those roads where, oh, there's like the house that I'm going to and like a church, you know, like it's not, so I'm already like, all right, I got to be careful. So I park across the street and I'm like, I'm going to park in the church. I dare you to kill me on, uh, in this church parking lot. Um, and I'm feeling sketched out, dude. I literally, I was just like looking around my car. I was like, do I still have my pocket knife in here? And I, I, I don't think I have my pocket knife anymore, but I do keep a box cutter in my car. Um, just, I'll announce that. Don't, t- don't, don't come at me. Um, and I put the box cutter in my pocket and I'm like, this is a risky move because I'm going to test drive this bike and I'm wearing joggers. That means if I'm not careful, this box cutter will slip out of my pocket, but I, I will just, I'm not foreshadowing anything that didn't happen. Um, and I messaged the guy that I'm there and five minutes pass, 10 minutes pass, 15 minutes pass. And I'm getting mad. My messages are getting uh, less friendly. And I'm like, I'm leaving in 10 minutes. It's 10, thir- like by 1030. Right. Um, and I'm scared because I'm si- not scared, but I'm like sitting <laughs> in the church parking lot and I'm like, there's other, there's random cars here. So I know there's people here and I'm like, I hope, I hope, you know, no one's staring at me from the inside. Uh, why is this guy just sitting in our fucking parking lot? Yeah. One of the, one of the parishioners saw you put a box car, box cutter <laughs> in your pocket. Like he's just sitting here, man. <laughs> yeah. That's not a good look. Um, but I'm white though. So that probably makes, I mean, I mean I'm not white. So that makes me less of a threat uh, to these people. Um, you never hear about Mexicans shooting up places, you know? Never. Um, so I eventually I'm like, I get mad. I say like, I drove 30 minutes to get here, which is a lie. But, you know, I, I drove 30 <laughs> minutes to get here. I'm leaving. Come on, dude. And I'm driving away like uh, down this road. And he's like, oh, uh, sorry. Are you still here? And I'm like driving back and parking. Meet me in the church parking lot. And I didn't want to go into this house because the house then had a driveway that was like half a mile. Wait, right? okay, I have a question. He was yes. also driving to this random location. No, no, no. This is his. This is his home. Okay, but he was not at home when. No, no, no. He was. He might. Yeah, I guess he overslept. Is my assumption. Oh, okay. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he just was. Yeah, I was waiting for him across mm, the street. That's annoying. Yeah. But I was like, this is such a good deal on this bike. If this bike is good, I'm going to be happy that I like stayed here and, and did this. Um, so I step out of my car. I'm like waiting for him now uh, with my box cutter. And <laughs> I see him walking down the driveway and it's like a 17 year old kid. Uh, so immediately I'm like, oh, I'm in, I'm in control. I'm in, I'm in power. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a box cutter. His mom was probably like, yo, honey, take the box cutter when you go meet this friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this kid comes out, the bike looks fine. Um, and I'm like, all right, well, like, I'm like, okay, well, these, these tires are, don't have air in it. Like bring your fucking pump, bring all your tools. I'm going to basically set this bike up the way I would ride it, like to my height and then test it out. Um, 
And eventually, you know, the fucking one of the wheels is crooked. It's all it's not a good bike. But I'm like, I've waited here 30 minutes. So I was like, I'll give you $40. Like I waited here a long time. I'll give you $40 and then I'll probably have to go put 40 more dollars somewhere. Um, but he was like, nah. And I'm like, all right, bye. Um, so now I get the bike. But I test drove that bike for less than two minutes total maybe. My legs are so sore right now. Mm-hmm. I have not rode a bike since like junior year of high school. Um, that shit's fucking hilarious how sore my legs are. <laughs> um, so I'm looking for a bike. I have an appointment today at 3 p.m. at a bicycle sports shop. Um, and it's just, uh, I just want to see. I want to see what the layout is. I'm not, I'm not planning on buying anything necessarily today. You bringing the um, box cutter? No, no, I don't think I'll need a box fitter here. <laughs> Fuck him up. Yeah. Andrew did send me a link to his bike. He was very helpful over the weekend. Thank you, Andrew. Um, and I might go with that. That bike seems like a good thing. I'm still kind of hovering on let go. We'll see what this bike shop says because there will be value to someone just building me a bike and me being able to just ask all the questions and shit. If you, go to, if, I, if you go to a bike shop... You get a better experience because they, yeah. they will measure you. They will give you like you'll be dialed in. Yeah, like See, the, but I just it, don't want to spend eight hundred bucks. Exactly. That that is what I just. Oh man, I can't do that. Especially because we're not sure if the bike's gonna work yet. Am I gonna like this? I think I'll be good, but I was I already mean, looking the, at little water bottle holders and shit. Is it good? Accessorize. Yeah, that's like part of the biggest the biggest benefit to having a bike is that you can make it look nice. My bike is like ninety percent form over function, uh, which is what all fixed gears, right? Like it's mm-hmm, not having yeah. gears is f- fucking form. Did over you put function. brakes on yours? Like I a have a. Brake? I only use a front brake. The okay. rear brake is basically useless. Like when you're not a child anymore, uh-huh. uh, you you will never flip over the handlebars because you weigh like we weigh too much. Oh uh, yeah, and it acts like the back. I mean, we're not going actually, that fast, anyways. Ever like it's yeah, not like we're, yeah. Okay. I don't. I'm not wearing aerodynamic helmets and compression uniforms. So, but so I have, with I a, have front a back brake on my I'll, fixie, I'll feel, and it's I like it. I'm sure it's it's steady. Like it feels safer, mm-hmm. but um, I definitely am taller than Andrew. So if he's not flipping over, I'm probably fine. You got a little basket for the cat. Andrew has a lower center of gravity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm more dense. Like I'm like kind of short and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. I just love it every time you guys portray yourselves as just like literally the the dwarves in Snow White. I watched Home Alone 2 last night. I'm like the You're uh, Joe Pesci. That's the the shorter mm-hmm. yeah. villain, right? Yep, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Man, I watched Home Alone this weekend too. It's good. It's it's still bangs, dude. Every yeah. year I'm like it still bangs. Like I just do the check because I feel like it's at some point it's not going to bang, but it still bangs. Cassidy, please tell me you like Home Alone. I like Home Alone. You look no, like no, you no, don't no. like it. No, no hot takes here. I like Home Alone. Okay. The wet bandits, okay, okay, sticky okay. bandits. Yeah. Can you I, know what I learned on a, on a weird rabbit hole is the original John Hughes script did not have the old man. Yes. Yeah. That was something Christopher Columbus, shout out Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets, wow. uh, but not shout out J.K. Rowling. Mm. Yeah. Um, he just introduced it because he was like, this needs this movie needs to be more Christmassy, um, which is just kind of funny because then I wonder what the script act, like did Kevin kill the fucking wet bandits? Yes. 
Because in the movie, the old man's what stops things and gets things under control. In the script, it's a double murder, and he stops yeah. him with a double murder metal suicide. Shuffle. It becomes a legal drama after that. <laughs> Can I tell you what guys about the cast? first time I watched Home Alone? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I can't remember exactly how old I was. Maybe like ten ish, uh, and we were on a cruise, like in the in the Caribbean. And there was like a, I don't know, whatever, like a, uh, uh, like a tropical storm. That's what mm. they're called. Not like as bad as a hurricane, but there was a, a tropical storm or something nearby. And so the boat was rocking, like really, like the, the waves are really bad. And uh, we had to like stay in our rooms and shit. And my mom was not having a good time seasick wise. Uh, and my dad and I were watching fucking Home Alone and I was just fucking roaring i was laughing so hard so my mom just like has these very vivid memories of being very seasick and hearing me laugh about home alone so mom sorry for blowing up your spot but that's the story your mom still gets seasick no we've gone on multiple cruises since then never happened i think it was just because like like the, the i think the, it was really fucked like how mm-hmm. bad it was I've never been on a cruise. I always wondered if I would get seasick. I get seasick on small I think boats. I've never been on a cruise. Been on one boat. Think I got seasick. Not really sure. Didn't puke, but didn't feel great. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But I feel like a cruise probably, probably. Steadier. I feel like those cruise ships are so big. They yeah, might as well not be moving. Yeah. I went. I went on a whale watching field trip in the like fourth grade or third grade. It's a terrible idea for ch- to, don't take children to that. Guess what? There's a big possibility you don't see any fucking whales. (laughs) I'm just thinking too, like if you're a you're a teacher, you gotta watch all these fucking kids on a boat. On a life and death scenario situation. Yeah. Like you get back to shore, it's like, damn, I lost a kid. (laughs) Swallowed by a whale. (laughs) Sammy, you had more coffee thoughts a while ago. Yeah, okay. Andy, I'm gonna I'm gonna rapid fire these for Mm -hmm. you. Now question number one. Have you ever had like Vietnamese coffee? Yes. Is it good slash different from? It's got like a drier taste. Yeah. And like, I think there's all different, like they all use different brew techniques and like, uh, they're all worth trying. I think they're very like, it's good. I I don't know if you ever. No, I keep getting that like sponsored ad on Instagram for the, it's like the Nguyen coffee Mm. or whatever Mm -hmm. with the ceramic pour over technique or. Yeah. Whatever. And it's like, do I get one of those? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Have you ever had Turkish coffee? No. Big fan of that. That mm. they do it like it's super, th- like almost muddy, like mm. very thick, very dark. Interesting. Really good. Interesting. I think you can do it with a maca pot, like on the stovetop. Hmm. I'm thinking about getting a, I want some, like a new toy for coffee, basically. Mm-hmm. Should I just get a French press? Is that? Yeah, I mean, their French presses are so cheap, and they're like. Am I gonna taste? Am I gonna like feel anything? I think the coffee. It's a different, different grind, right? But yeah. it'll taste different than the Chemex, like a no- notably. You think? I think so. Really, that's exciting. Because yeah, it's like right. a immersion. I think is with the technique. It like steeps in the in the water versus like going through a pour over. Elmer, go to like a, a Home Goods or a TJ Maxx or Marshalls or whatever. I got mine for I think thirteen bucks. Yeah, you'll find like a really good one there for cheap. I will do that. 
Yeah, I'm picking up today. a I'm picking up a V60. Or I asked I, we're doing I'm doing a Secret Santa with my friends. I asked for a V60 on Elfster. So what's I don't a, know if I'm getting a V60, but What's a V60? It's like the you've probably seen them in coffee shops, they're like the little cone with like the flat base you put on top of a mug. Oh, okay. Put the filter oh. in and pour over. Yeah. Yeah. They're really cheap. I just want to mess around with it. Cool. It's a pour over method but thinner filter. And then That's Andy, fun. question number 2. You know how you make when you make mac and cheese or like applesauce, it's better to like mix. You you do use a bunch of different kinds of cheeses mm. to make the mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried like mixing different kind, like making a coffee blend, like your own bean blend in the grinder, and then see what happens? No. Is that frowned upon? Do you think? Probably, but uh, I feel like I mean, they're already it. blending. I mean, yeah, fuck it for real. But I feel like they're already blending shit, you know, to make whatever blends they're making. That I kind of just give up on the like, I can't do this better, probably. Now, full circle, if you ever blend your whiskeys together, Mm. make your own little house blend. It's kind of like when I was in the shower as a kid, mixing all the shampoos (laughs) together. (laughs) You got extra clean. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm shiny. I guess it depends on what coffee you mix together that it comes out good or bad, but I wonder if like the differences in roast would guarantee it to be kind of awful or not awful, but just like not notable. I would imagine if you stay in like the same kind of roast family, but like maybe try like beans from different places. Like, okay, here's a little Colombian. Here's a little, you know, Nicaraguan or whatever, you know, that could be okay (laughs) as long as they're both a medium. But yeah, if you had one like extra dark and one like blonde roast and tried to mash those together, I don't know how good that would be. I think maybe uh, maybe tomorrow I'll try. I'm going to try to mix Elmer the Cafe Olay and the Mackin Island Fudge. I think that might be good. Let me know. I will. All right, ladies and gentlemen, any anything else on beans or nuts? No, but are we are we wrapping up here? We're wrapping up nuts about beans. I got something I want to say. What if Andrew just started? I always, whenever someone says I got something to say, I just think they're gonna start rapping. (laughs) 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 We were trying to get a dog. Yeah, we've shelved the idea permanently. I did have a question about this. Yeah, great. Um. Over the last three weeks, we've had uh, some late night conversations. We've broken out some wine. We're hanging out. We're talking about it. Given that it's been such a nightmare to actually get a dog, mm-hmm. given that we live in a small apartment, we've shelved, we've decided, we let's take this as a sign. Maybe it's not the right time. Let's shelve the idea for the time being. We get a bigger place or a house or whatever the future holds with a backyard where the dog can actually roam free and enjoy his life. We'll get a dog. That then kicked off the back to the conversation we had months prior to the dog. Should we adopt another cat? Mm-hmm. And we adopted a yeah. cat, a kitten. Hell yeah! Uh, so so another one. Happy. Yeah, this, I put nice. a picture. That cute little black cat with, you dropped. That black cat is ours. She's home now. Aww. Um, we went and got her yesterday. Uh. She's been, she's incredible. She weighs like fucking three pounds. Um, she has like her little arm is shaved from the IV. 
because she got spayed. Uh, but it's adorable because she got like this little patch on her hand right now. Do you call her patches? Um, we haven't honestly decided a name. I wanted to name her Sable. Mm. That is still in negotiation process. I'm allowed <laughs> the, the, the ultimate decision. I'm allowed to name this cat that was decided wow. upon. Dude, because but I Melissa have to doesn't listen to this, this show. This is your right? time to get a Metal no. Gear name in here, man. Yeah, she fucked this is you quiet so or, goddamn you know. hard, dude. <laughs> Nala and Liquid Snake, you be fine. <laughs> yeah, like you need boss. to go hardcore in the Andrew direction because Mebo was taken from us too soon. Mm-hmm. I already presented Mebo. That was a see. Here's the thing: I get to pick the name. I do submit it for peer sure. review. This is a, a communal effort. Does she have like a limited number uh, of vetoes, or we're just on the honor system here? You know, be reasonable. We're on the honor system. Okay. You know, I was also, I think I, I already soured it a bit. I had the, the list of uh, female Nintendo characters up and I was naming mm. off Mifa and uh-huh. Impa. Morgana. Tingle. Tingle. Come uh, on. <laughs> you make it so hard to root for you. I, I mean, know. You, I, I was, you, you can, you I was can try and pull off a Morgana. That's the, that's the black persona cat. Yeah. I, oh, actually, Morgana? I do like Morgana. I'm going to present that after. I didn't even Morgana think of that. Morgana is good, dude. For a black uh, cat, we do the cats get along? Melissa, this is really my key question and my key not concern. Yet, right? Okay, so there is a process. You cannot just drop these. Like I can't just bring the cat in and be like, "Nala, here's your fucking yeah. sister. Get over it." <laughs> you have to like introduce them slowly. So we brought her in and put her in the bedroom. We let, and then we had brought a like little blanket. For the cat to lay on. So then we could take that and give it to Nala so she can smell it. We did a small introduction last night after they had like smelled and been around. Nala was hissing a little bit. Not aggressively, but she is hissing a little bit. This is my hood. The, from what I read and from what the people at the adoption said, perfectly normal. They're going to do it. That's how she's communicating. She's just letting the baby know. This is my fucking house. Don't fuck around. I, I run this shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I will I will beat the shit out of you. I, you see that this stocky you little man me, up this there? This is how you push Amiibos I'm off the master. shelf. I will push a She's Chemex like, you know how many off ke- of the counter onto your fucking head if you get yeah. it twisted. <laughs> She's like, you know how much glass I've shattered in this house? I'll shatter you next. <laughs> um, so, we, you know, we, we've been doing slow introductions. We let them sniff each other under the door. We've been doing uh, this as of this morning. We did a swap. We uh, let Nala go in the bat the bedroom, took the kitten out into the like kitchen and living room, so they can like smell where they've been. She's coming around. She's very interested. The kitten slept. We put like a little bed and set everything up in the bathroom. Nala slept in front of the bathroom door, just like very interested in what's mm-hmm. going on in there. She's also scared herself. I w- I've never seen her back away as slowly as when she sees the kitten. She like just gets a little, little scared, backs up. But is, I think it's uh, gonna be fine. Is the is the other kitten female or male? Female. All right, it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, we also didn't. We were asking about that at the adoption place, which we went to this Ramapo Bergen animal shelter. Shout out! They were incredible. People there were amazing. They had. I, we held like probably six kittens. Hardest decision I made in my life. I felt like I was picking a child. Uh, they were all amazing. But yeah. 
Damn. Nice. Oh, man. Yeah, Lexi's sister just went through this whole thing with... Uh, so, Lexi is Kahlo, right? And Lexi lives at home now. They have the big black lab who's like a baby, but he's big now. They kind of had a whole thing, but they get along and fuck with each other. Little lab has more energy than Kahlo at this point and just an annoyance. Uh, Lexi's sister, knowing that Kahlo was eventually going to leave, got another, si- another uh, not another sister, another cat. Um Amaya, which is, I think, a good cat name. Very cute cat, big old white eyes. Um, and kind of did the same thing where, like, they did the room thing and, like, smell each other, uh, fucking poke paws at from under the door. Yeah. Um, and they would kind of fuck around a little bit at first, but now they're just, like, best buddies. Like, yep. They just want to fucking, like, especially Maya because she's a little younger. She just always, Call is super cuddly with people. Um but Maya's super cuddly with the cat where she just needs to like have like one paw touching Kahlo sure. at all Very times. Very cute. Very Even wholesome. if they're like stretched out and far away. Um, so it's adorable. But because of this, this has put us in the spot where like I feel powerless. Where now it's like, well, it's going to be fucked up. It was always going to be fucked up to take Kahlo away from the dog and, the and you know, call like vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, I'm not getting a dog. So that's fine. Um, and now that with Maya, it's just like, well, fuck, I need to get a second cat. So when Lexi moves in early next year, we have already kind of committed to getting a second cat because it'd be pretty fucked up to just take Kahlo away from all her little friends. Mm-hmm. So thank you for, for kind of doing a test run on all this. Yeah. I think kind of like, kind of like the bike thing. I'm just going to text you one week and be like, <laughs> all right, give me all the research you already did. We like, we're definitely we're trying not to be impatient, right? Like we want them to be next to each other and being cute, but you got to like kind of take it slow and, and let them do their thing. Mm-hmm. But it's been fun. The cat is adorable. It's been, you nice. could bring them both into the living room and like put sister, sister on TV, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show them what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That could help. So they can learn. Yeah. Well, I mean, as soon as like they're friendly, knowledge is going to be like, Here's all the shit I'm not supposed to do. <laughs> Jump on the counter, scratch the couch, knock We've the seen enough over. animated movies. We know what animals do when, when we leave. <laughs> yeah. They fucking talk shop, man. Well, welcome to the family, little unnamed baby black cat. We will figure out a name for you and report back. Yes. I got to tell you, I do feel naming cats. Uh, uh, You're about to end it. Cats, nope. I'm so sorry. Um, naming cats, the problem I feel like I'm in with Kahlo is, and I do feel because even though I kind of suggested Kahlo, I can make Lexi, you know, feel like it's her fault or not her fault, but like, like I still get, I get to name the other cat. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but how cute would it be if I just find another like painter? How about Dolly? Right. And I feel, yeah. yeah, And I feel like, fuck, that's adorable. So it kind of limits it's a trade-off, right? It limits the options I have, but if I find the right one, it could be really cute. So I'll report mm, back. Mm, mm, mm. It's hard. I feel like I'm naming a kid here, so. Yeah. Just go with Simba, dude. Yeah. <laughs> For a black cat. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Awkward Pause. Uh, I've been your host today for the first time in a while. My name is Cassidy Sargent. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sergeant Cass. Uh, check out the website, awkwardpausepod.com. Add a backslash merch to the end of that. Check out the new merch. Uh, did you like our Nuts About Beans segment? Why not support it with some merch?
And thank you to those of you that have already done that. I believe, uh, help me, Sam. Chris. Chris. Chris thank you, Chris. <laughs> Elmer, where can the good people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Elmer is not mad. Now, according to, we don't check stats for this show or the other show. We just kind of do this and it happens. According to the Spotify wrapped, nine people from nine countries listen to the show. I, I want to identify all these countries just as a fun game. So we kind of know America, Australia, Germany. Oops. We apparently have some people in the UK. We grew two hundred percent in the UK. No, no, right? They're their own thing. Yes. Great. So we need it. That that's six more we need to identify. So write in. You don't even have to tell us anything. Just just write in. To, what's the I email? Mean, I Sam? could identify this. I could ruin this game. Does it? It's more okay. fun if we let if we yeah, make it people. Says. It says. Oh. Write in with your guesses. How about that? Yeah, right you in with your guesses and contribute which one you're factually that, backing up as. Yeah, tweet you know, at so us. So we can get both. Oh, yeah, just tweet at us. That's not a lot of characters. Um, I'll do this on Gone Gold. Gone Gold had 29, which I honestly did not know there were that many countries. There are 30 countries. <laughs> in the world. Some, it's American <laughs> yeah. privilege, bro. <laughs> That's Scott the Waz episode really pushing us. I know. Thanks, Scott. Andrew Street. Uh, at Street Sweeper, not for I don't think for much longer. I've said this before, but my Twitter's not long for this world. Is it? Is it the name or is it just the Twitter? Just Twitter in general. I think it's. Yeah. I don't know it's that hard, I'll delete it my account, soul. but I'll uh, maybe I'll go. You'll dark. switch to your alt. I haven't full-time. tweeted in decades. I feel. You'll, You'll switch to your alt full time. Mm-hmm. 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 Street Sweeper with two R's rises from the ashes. Robbie, better watch out for my <laughs> Look alt. Look Brock Memerton. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, boy. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Pause and Sam Atherton. I forgot Sam Atherton. Oh, my God. Where can the people find you? Where can the good people support you? Uh, you can go like a fucking literal boatload of our friends and listeners did. Uh, Etsy.com backslash shop backslash S-A-M-U wood goods. Let me see if I can remember who to shout out. Chris from Germany, Jacob Douglas, Sam Kingma, uh, Nathan Vahil. Ben. Nathan, what country are you from? America? Let me know. Nathan lives in Washington. Sorry for that to blow up the spot. Um, Fucking doxed, bitch. Doxed. Uh, I mean, my friend Kate and fuck, I don't think I'm forgetting anyone. If I am, I'm really sorry. I'm sure I shouted you out on my Instagram video. Thank you. Oh, and JMO and Mike. They don't listen to this. Rolling show. deep. Rolling deep. Thank you. Thank you to the good people. Yeah. We appreciate you very much. A venerable who's who of awkward pause listenership and a murderer's row, if you will. Now it's time to murder the show.